Welcome back to another episode of What Do We Know with Harry and Jim. I'm Jim Flanagan, joined as always by the legendary bass player of I Fight Dragons, the James Webb is Why is that already funny? losing his mind. Because <laughs> you're dressed so nicely today for a pot. I'm in shorts and a, uh, like a button-down shirt untucked. Harry is in jeans, black, like nice shoes, a tucked-in shirt. I looked at him when I walked in today. I'm like, Harry, there is no way we're dressed to do the same thing today. <laughs> Here we are in the People of Comedy Network podcast studio with James Webb. James! What's up, Jimmy? It's a special day today. I am so excited. Harry, it's a special day today. You know very why? Very special day. Or scary. It's terrifying. Depending on your perspective. It's a very scary day today. Ah, it's a great day. Do you know why? it's a great day harry why is that today we float we're gonna come back to that in just a moment uh james is an is an experienced floater so we're gonna kind of we're gonna chat with him a little bit about his experiences there Um, i i am excited i don't want to but i am nervous about it i'm a little bit trepidatious i think the like like i said uh, i've said before a lot of the stuff that i don't think i would normally do i will do for this podcast i think it's you know you got to push your boundaries a little bit right that's the whole point of doing something like this is to learn stuff we don't know get a little more comfort with them but when that thing is being alone with my own thoughts that's terrifying (laughs) i'm like can i just eat more bugs seriously don't make me deal with me there's a lot of ways in which we are different jim as you even pointed out we are dressed totally opposite (laughs) but in this situation we are both uh, nervous about the same thing, which Good. is I don't know how I feel about ninety minutes alone with my own thoughts. Yeah, I'm terrified. I can't even meditate for like sixty seconds before I just my mind wanders off into like thinking about what I ate today. Never even thought about meditation as a thing. We are getting some meditative. Uh, we are mood lighting here. James is uh is setting us up a little bit with a little bit better mood lighting. James, talk to me a little bit about your floating experience. Uh, so I've been floating uh, pretty consistently for about. I'd say two years. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, obviously it is a scary concept. Mm-hmm. You're, you are alone, like physically, spiritually alone. It is the most pitch black. Yeah, it is. Like nothing experience you will ever have. You can't smell anything. You can't see or hear or feel anything. The water temperature is the temperature of your skin. Wow. So you can't, it feels like you're literally just floating in space. Uh, listen, before we go any further, I really just want to say a big thank you to Sean Corcoran and all the good people over at Float 60. Uh, we're going to be heading out shortly to the 303 West Erie Avenue address in Chicago, uh, where they're actually going to let us float. We're going to interview Sean about floating, then we're going to float, and then we're going to come back and talk about our experiences floating. So we have a few rules that have been put in place. No shaving or anything like that today before we float. Because um, I read that it would sting. Yeah, so the salt water kind of irritates yeah. open wounds and things of that nature. Yeah. No caffeine. Why do you think the no caffeine rules? You don't get too... You're already jittery enough in okay. there. And like it, you're laying still for 90 minutes. That's... So any caffeine at all is going to disrupt that. This might be a little bit of a problem for yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the other rules? Well, they say you are supposed to eat a small meal probably an hour to an hour and a half ahead of time, which is the official way to do it, which is the right thing, which Harry and I will be doing. I can't guarantee it'll be a small meal, but we're definitely going to eat beforehand. Uh, James is on the other side of that. As an experienced floater, let me say, and this is not a medical opinion. James? Uh, I, I'm going in fully empty. I'm going to vacate my bowels. <laughs> And I'm not going to refill either. I'm going to be as empty as I can be so that I can experience me in totality. Wow. Why? Uh, You want as as few distractions as possible while you're in there. Because you want to be able to, like, your first time is always going to be the most different time than all the other times you do it. And I guarantee you'll do it again. Okay. But the most helpful thing I could say is pick something you want to know about yourself. Give it 30 minutes in the tank. And then it'll start and then perseverate on it wow. for the next hour. I really hope I have this life-changing, profound experience that James is, is uh, describing here. What do you know about the subject? I don't know much at all. No, so I don't know anything about it other than, uh, you know, you're just alone in complete quiet in like, uh, um, and you're floating. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of this whole experience. <laughs> and what scares me- For on average me, 60 minutes, for, I would imagine. <laughs> 
What's making me no- most nervous about it is if you think like, you know, would you want to be in solitary confinement for 90 minutes? I get it because there's there has to be value to sensory deprivation or people wouldn't do it. But there also has to be a point at which it goes from being helpful to hurtful, right? But I guess, I, I mean, not even knowing, I don't, I don't know. The other thing I wonder is if, if you're prone to claustrophobia, is something like this just insane? This is a bad idea if you're, okay. if you're claustrophobic. However, I will say I, that once you're in one of the tanks, and they have several rooms, including one that's bigger so you can spread out more if you need to, um, you lose all sense of your surroundings. So it's not claustrophobic at all after a certain period of time because it's just, oh, I'm... I am everything and nothing all at once. I haven't been nervous at all until right now. <laughs> it just hit me how dumb this idea is for me to lock such, myself in such there. Such a good idea. Uh, do you make noise in there? So, uh, the first few times I, I had a mantra when I was in there, just like ohms and ohms and stuff, um, to kind of center myself. I didn't know I had to have a mantra. But uh, you don't have to. I don't you know. have a mantra for life. But it, uh, you'll hear, you'll definitely hear noises. Like the, sempr- the sensory deprivation part, like it's only so much they can do. Like right. so, your ears are plugged with this like waxy stuff. You definitely can hear your breathing if you need to find your center. Just focus on your breathing. That's that's key, and it's really easy to do because that calms you down like that. Do you forget water in your ears? If you don't put the the earplugs in, right? That's yeah. one thing. Uh, I'm kind of a hypochondriac, and I feel like that's all. I'm going to just be focusing on all of these. Did I get water in the my The tanks ear? are What's very- What's that smell? They're very clean. You don't have to worry about Who it. Who else was in here? <laughs> a lot of people. Is that a hair? Whose a hair is that? Of people. If we're scared, can we do this tandem? Uh, if you're scared. I'm kind of- being naked. Or, I'm dude, kidding. you can do whatever you want. I wanted us to all be in the same pod so that's that we not, could talk. That's yeah. not going to happen. We're not, is that a thing, or is that- We're not broadcasting there, from that. I believe that some places, not this one, do couples pods together. We don't need to call it couples pods, <laughs> even if we do it. Just a group so pod. You guys want to do, do a couples pod, I'll Homies talk to pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the only time you're allowed to use the word pod, by the way, is when we're actually talking about pods. <laughs> Let me make that clear. Oh yeah, have we have we have we talked about this problem you have with me calling the podcast a cast? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we need to. <laughs> I think that it's. A, I thought that was a great name for it. I don't. Hey, I don't when think are that's you it. gonna? When are we gonna do the cast? <laughs> Who's our it. guest on the cast? Give us one more example. It's time for the cast. Okay, nailed it. <laughs> you know, the first two I wasn't sure, but now the third one I definitely hate. But Jim it. called it a pod. But you didn't by do accident. I apologized. I immediately wrote back. It was I was typing. I was feeling a little lazy, and the moment I sent it, I felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> and immediately I was like, "Damn it! I'm so sorry. It's a podcast. It's the only thing it's allowed to be called." Uh, without further ado, let's get to it. We got a gentleman. We got a roll. How are we feeling? James is excited. I know that. Yeah. Harry, how are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling uh, caffeinated, excited, and uh, also uh, again a little bit nervous about being sealed off from the world for 90 minutes alone with my thoughts. But I, but I'm just looking at James uh, for my inspiration here. I mean, he, he is so, so excited about this. For this. He really is. So. We ne- we definitely need to to bring him if we if we. Uh, do a skydiving episode because yeah. of- I'll be the opposite of this, buddy. Yeah. Oh, dude. You'll be crickets, James, all over again. Yeah. So what's exciting? We're actually, you know, going to go do this on site. We have a name for that, Jim. What do we call that? It's just a uh, just an on location podcast. Is really I, I what believe that's... that there was a specific uh, name. I don't think there is. It's a segment of the show. I don't think it's a segment if it's a specific name. But either way, it doesn't exist. We go, we, we go on to the location on mm-hmm. site, if you will. Mm-hmm. Some hijinks. I don't, might I don't ensue. think there's any hijinks. Other words I think for, we're just uh, doing a podcast as, as grownups would. <laughs> So we're looking forward to some on-site shenanigans. Ah, we knew we'd get it out there. <laughs> at Float 60. And again, can you, uh, they're, they're so kind to give us really? the time to do this. Really, awesome of them to do this. 303 West Erie, lower level in Chicago. If you guys enjoy this, you know, do us a favor, support them, because they were really cool in supporting us. And uh, we're going to be back with Sean Corcoran at Float 60 in a little bit. Back on location at Float 60 at 303 West Erie on the lower level in Chicago uh, with our guest expert today, Sean Corcoran. Sean, it's time for three questions. Question number one. Question number one. When you are stressed out, what are some of the things that you do to help yourself relax? Oh, I don't take care of myself well enough in that area. I, I, don't, I don't do anything to help myself relax. Harry, what do you do? Deep breathe. 
It's like my go-to thing is if I can't, if I'm just like losing my mind, I just stop for a second and take a few deep breaths. I mean, it sounds pretty simple, but it helps. Really? I used to smoke cigarettes. That really helped a lot. <laughs> I did I too. Can, yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah I quit also. And uh, yeah, I like to just, you know, keep things inside and really harbor them later. Is that not? <laughs> I think that's the most effective really way to deal with fester. stress. Yeah, really <laughs> just let it build up the stress, you know? All right, question number two. Question number two is if, um, what experience do you have with meditation, if any, and how has it helped you if you have any experience with it? I have very little experience. I've tried. I got that app called Breathe, I think it's called. Yeah, I've heard of that. And when I do it, I feel like, oh, I'm so glad I did this, but yet I just don't. Focus is the opposite of meditation. You're not like necessarily focusing on something. You're trying to clear your mind. That's my interpretation of meditation is clearing your mind. And that's like the hardest thing for me. Like after like three seconds, my mind is just wandering off to like different. Well, what did I have to eat today? When am I going to go grocery shopping? What, you know, what do I got going on this week? So definitely, definitely. That's me. No meditation. I can, I don't think I've ever, I've made the effort and gone, you know what? I want to just do nothing. I want to try and clear my mind. And then within 30 seconds, I'm back to something that needs to be done. <laughs> That's why today is so terrifying in my mind, Sean. Question number three. Question number three is, uh, what is it about bad habits that make them so hard to break, in your opinion? Because they're fun? That is, I feel that like, is such a good like, answer. <laughs> I feel like, to me, that's a big part of it. I, uh, I know I have so many bad habits. I want to break them. But you f I find myself living in the moment, doing what I want now, getting that instant gratification. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Versus worrying about the longer-term impact on things. The instant gratification and routine. I found that was one thing with smoking that, that was really uh, an addictive part of it was like you spend a lot of time going outside and having a smoke. And then yeah. and it would just be like you walk out the front door and you're like, oh, it's time for a cigarette. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Just what you do. You get in the car, you light up or you get off stage after a show. The first thing I would always do is go have a cigarette. Like it just becomes such a part of your everyday routine. It's Pavlovian. It is. <laughs> I almost feel like. You might be trying to tell us that if you take time to think about yourself and all of your actions, that uh, you don't do all the bad shit. Maybe huh, some of that all right. in here. We'll find out. Uh, Sean, first of all, thank you so much for having us here. Uh, we're, we're so excited to be here with you today. Uh, we're going to float. We're going to have a great time. We want to learn a little bit about you first, Sean. Uh, we use the word expert loosely around here, but tell us what makes you an expert on floating and float tanks. So I have been an employee of Float 60 for a little over a year and a half now. Okay. Um, I started off actually as a customer of this place, and eventually like, I just kept coming here enough to like fall in love with it. I was like, well, maybe they'll hire me on, and I can kind of learn some of the inner workings of it. And so I've been here since then, uh, kind of just working weekends when I can outside of my full-time job and really getting into a lot of like customer experience and learning as much as I can about floating. Yeah. I feel a lot more confident in doing something when I learn that somebody who is an employee became an employee because they enjoyed doing it so much right. themselves. Right, versus the other way around, versus I started working here because I needed a job and then I would guess I'll float while I'm you know, while I'm there. Yeah. No, that's, I never really thought about it that way. But I, I guess if that makes you guys more comfortable, that's fantastic. We're in a meditation room right now, if we can set the scene a little bit uh, here at Float I'm already 60. feeling the scene, man. I'm right next to this meditation speaker. Harry's <laughs> <laughs> been playing around with this little sound effects oh, meditation speaker. I'm already speaker. feeling so relaxed. He's coming up with a whole bunch of new intros. He's going to steal that thing, uh, isn't he? The hot button. It's going to be... <laughs> I can't, uh, so we're going to see what happens. In uh, the interest of how I'm feeling, I don't even know if we can call it hot button this time. <laughs> that just sounds too jarring for my state of mind. So can you tell us a little bit about the history of floating? I mean, this is something that a guy uh, I know invented probably 60, 70 years ago. Uh, it was in the 1950s. It was a neuroscience by the name of John C. Lilly. And he actually started up the, like, the reason that he got into the research was because he was trying to figure out what the like if the brain needed input for it to provide anything any output mm. and he started developing different ways to like experiment in order to do this which requires you to cut off your senses and over time he kind of perfected what later became the samadhi tank the like the more traditional style of sensory deprivation and like that hasn't changed um pretty much since then it's the very exact same style uh i think that's the one i'm going to be doing today so so can i i was wondering then is the is the end goal of floating sensory deprivation? The end goal of floating is kind of more in the eye of the beholder, I would say. Okay. Um, everybody kind of seems to get a different experience out of it, and you can go into it how, like looking to get what you want out of it. 
uh, versus what I may be going in there for. Uh, but at the same time, the idea here is pretty much, at least for a first time experience, is to see what happens when you take everything away. Okay, everybody's going into it with an individual takeaway, yeah. but the idea of getting to there is to deprive senses. Yep, Okay. exactly. And it's relaxing too, like it's just nice. <laughs> Does everyone find it relaxing? No, not everybody, okay. actually. We have, uh, I mean, the majority of people, yes. Mm -hmm. it, it, this is also like kind of just a goofy experience in general. Sure. Uh, it does require people to get a bit out of their comfort zones. And some people are more comfortable with that than others. Some people are not. James just shot his eyes at me once you said get out of his comfort zone. <laughs> Here's the thing about uh, James Webb. James does an incredible job and set this whole thing up for us. And, and I can't say enough good things about him. But he's just had this smug look on his face all day because he knows what, like, he understands the experience. He's I'm a big just, fan of the experience. I'm yeah. just excited for you guys. I'm excited to try it. I'm excited to get out of my comfort zone and do something different, um, you know, and do something I wouldn't normally do. And I'm, and it's weird to me that it takes me getting to the point where I can't just do this for myself. I have to go somewhere and say, take everything away from me. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I can't, like, on my own, I can't just sit for five minutes in peace and silence. But, you know, I literally need, I, I need my hand held the entire way. Is that pretty common, though? That's actually Jim like, needs to be forced to relax. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, if I this isn't relaxing, I'm going to be pissed. Well, quite honestly, that's actually one of the things that I liked about this when I first started coming mm -hmm. here. Is that, like, I can't justify taking an hour to do nothing unless I paid for it somehow. Okay. So, like, I would, that's why I came here as a customer at first. Is like, I need to relax. This is how I know it, like, will probably work. Yeah. Uh, let me throw money at it so I can justify and feel good about it. So I'm not sitting there the entire time, like, <laughs> I should be doing something right now. Like, sure. It's, it's hard not to get Because you from won't, that. right? Because, I mean, we're tweaky people in general. Like, when was the last time you went, like, 15 minutes without looking at your phone? Oof. Like, this yeah. is yeah. This is. I your bought time. a waterproof case just for this experience. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did not do that. If that's like really, I will take your phone from <laughs> I'm you. Just kidding. I did not do that. <laughs> Would that be awesome? If that was my plan the whole time. Wait, you mean just me and my phone in absolute peace and silence, right? No distractions. Just me and my telephone. And my phone. That's it, and nothing. <laughs> so there are no rules going into this. We're not talking about focus on something. Don't focus on something. Just. Let it be. Just let it be. Yeah, exactly. And eventually, the cool thing about floating I feel like is James has like given me this the seal of approval yes. here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're riding the white waves, buddy. <laughs> he can see you just catching on so quickly. He's been Wooderson from uh, Dazed and Confused all day. He's just got this <laughs> smug, been there, done that, just McConaughey all over him today. Just the coolest guy in the room because he knows what's going to happen. And Harry and I are absolutely terrified. You like an intro of him going all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Um, so can you walk me through just the basics of the process? We, we, we just did a quick tour. We got to see the different uh, pods. Very cool. Very, I mean, everything about this place, the vibe fits perfectly. It's really, I really like it here. Um, but when you, you each get your own room. Yes. Everybody and, gets their own room. All right. And 90 minutes in that room. Uh, the general idea for usually is going to be a 60-minute float. Okay. Um, for you guys tonight, since you are here with me and I'm special, we are going to give you the full 90 experience, <sighs> uh, which is awesome. You're going to love every minute of that. An extra 30 minutes is where I go insane. No, not at all. That's, That's actually where one of my stress triggers is, is going I, off. It's like, is, is the extra 30 more or less stressful? It's significantly better because okay. it's usually about, since it's here to be your first float, it's usually around like that half-hour marker that things really start to click. Okay. And then... Mm. By the time 60 comes, people are like, ah, oh, it's over, man. That came, that came and went so quick. Okay. So you're going to get to avoid that portion of things where you actually get like a full-on plus experience. Oh, that's great. Um, but as far as the process itself goes, you actually do float in the nude. So that's, okay. that's something that you do have to do. Mm -hmm. um, you start off by taking a shower and okay. you end your float by taking a shower as well. Okay. That's really the whole major process of it. Everything else is in the rooms for you. So we do have earplugs for your ears to make sure that there's no like salt water just pouring into there. There's other little things like uh, petroleum jelly is in there as well if you need to cover up any cuts of any kind. Ah, uh, yeah. Because that, the salt inside the tanks is so intense. There's a little bit more than a thousand pounds of Epsom salt dissolved into that, which is what allows you to float. Okay. But if you have a cut, it'll hurt like hell. <laughs> All right. Good so, to know. Yeah. You want to avoid that. A any thousand pounds of salt. A thousand pounds. On the subject of that, just for uh, anyone who doesn't understand the benefits of, or even knows what Epsom salt is. Yeah, well, I didn't. Well, I thought it was a brand like Morton's until today. <laughs> I really thought you could go to the store and you could buy Morton's or Epsom. One of the major benefits of Epsom salt is that there's a lot of magnesium in them. Okay. And magnesium is just one of those elements that are in the human body that you sometimes don't get enough of. And it's really good for just muscle relaxation. 
um, to kind of help with a little bit of hypertension. It's also just great for your skin and your hair. It definitely softens up the skin for you. So when you come out of the tank, you actually feel incredibly soft. You're like, ooh, all right, this is really very. It's like a little spot. You're not pruny. No, you will actually. Yeah, that's one of the weirdest things. When I first did this, I came out. I was like, why am I not pruny? It was so goofy. That's way better. It's yeah. one of the most annoying things about 90 minutes in water. Yeah. Does so, the Epsom salt also have anything to do with the buoyancy? I imagine that salt in and of itself probably would still work, but Epsom salt's probably better for that. That's I'm not super versed on that, but because I know if you go to like the Dead Sea, I don't believe that's entirely Epsom salts. Okay. Um, but here, it's just ah. better to replicate that is by using Epsom salt. But what you're ju- in is just water and Epsom salt. Is there other water Epsom salts? We do use uh, several other just chemicals in order to keep it clean. Okay. Uh, sanitary. To keep it sanitary. It also does filter itself and everything like that. So post and pre-float, like right now, everything is filtering itself while we're not in there. So okay. overnight, everything is taken care of. And then at the end of the night, there's a bunch of chemicals that we throw in there to make sure that it just kind of filters through and everything continues to work in a sanitary manner. Yeah. Cause also I was wondering like for anybody who wondered like, how do they, is it clean to get in? Cause you know, you have customers coming in all day lying in there naked. Like, Definitely. It- yeah. And that's certainly like a lot of people do get concerned over that. The cool thing is if you were to take anything and try to grow it in water, that's got a thousand pounds of Epsom salt dissolved into it. <laughs> It would never happen. Okay. Like nothing can physically actually grow within that environment, which is why it's safe. Got it. Makes a lot of sense. So once we're in there, so you just you're laying on your back. You're not really doing a lot of moving. Is that correct? You can it's, do whatever you want. It's so pitch black. One of my biggest suggestions for people who are coming into it for their first time mm-hmm. is play. Like play around oh, a little bit. You encourage to move around. Absolutely. A bit. Okay. You will kind of like again. It's going to take you some time to get used to it. I saw uh, on the website uh, like. An, an illustration of somebody lying in different positions mm-hmm. and I had I had wondered the same thing Jim was like do you move around in those different positions or do you want to stay in that exact position the entire time you'll kind of figure that out for yourself you'll eventually like come into a position where you're like okay cool and as you were saying earlier you do want to just do like a lot of deep breathing just kind of do some heavy breathing um, but also crack your knuckles crack your toes see what stretching feels like in there because it's actually really really nice like I usually start off like the first 10 minutes of my float by stretching moving around kind of just getting a little bit comfortable and then I can eventually stretching during the float yeah absolutely while you're in there just kind of do whatever you got to do move your arms around and then eventually you're gonna be like all right everything's popped that can pop I'll see what <laughs> I can do now and then you just relax and well wh- while you're if you're moving around in there is there any is there any danger is there anything to watch out for like can you can you drown in this thing are there sharks there's two sharks. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad, exactly really. Exactly two sharks. It's not bad, really. Um, the only way that you can really end up getting hurt is if you really tried to. Okay. Um, you're not going to be able to, like, roll over on your side in any way, shape, or form. But if you were to lay face down very intentionally, you could certainly sure. hurt yourself but but you have to you'd have to want to be doing that exactly you can't accidentally you, you, that would you have to have been the there, reason you jump you can't in. accidentally turn over and it's not gonna happen no okay. so to paint a picture a little bit here uh you're in either a tank or a pod right that is mm-hmm. once let's see it when you take the shower you get in it's pitch black you are laying on your back it is the, the epsom salts and everything make it so you you can't really turn to your side or anything right, right. it's very it's very thick it's dense but the the temperature is your body temperature yes the water is heated to your body's temperature okay and that's actually how they get rid of the sense of touch is that got it there eventually you will start to kind of feel there being no separation between your skin and the water oh, okay wow and that's it's a very surreal <sighs> experience but once you kind of catch on you're like oh that's really nice that's neat. so, so if you go nothingness. through the different like if you're talking about sensory deprivation yeah and you go through like just depriving each sense right so you can't uh you can't hear anything is it soundproof yes they are all soundproof and then there's a bunch of soundproofing within like the walls of the rooms that separate everything and then you're inside a tank as well and on top of that you're wearing earplugs <laughs> <laughs> we go through as many like steps as we can in order to make sure that you cut out as much sound as possible and then as you said the water is to the temperature of your body so you're getting pretty much getting rid of the, sen- rid of the sense of touch yep. uh, and you, you can't see anything because the lights are out total darkness and uh, and is there a uh, this is a weird question but is there a smell in there do you smell anything vaguely I will say that there, there can be like a little bit of a scent for the most part not or you get used to it really fast so you don't really notice it um, but it is like if you open up the Samadhi tank, it kind of just like has its own specific scent to it. Okay. It's mm-hmm. very subtle, but it does exist. <laughs> uh, same thing with the pod. Uh, it also like just kind of like the salt in and of itself and some of the stuff that's in there will actually have give off a vague scent. But it's something that you overcome really, really quickly. 
So I'm doing the Samadhi tank. James made that clear. He, yeah. he's the, it's the one he chose for me specifically. What is it you about that? You don't choose that? the Samadhi tank. The Samadhi <laughs> tank chooses you, baby. <laughs> so what is it about that tank that's so different and unique? The Samadhi tank is really just the traditional style of sensor jet variation. So each mm. and every other one that we have here has something along the lines of like a music option. Or okay. Uh, you can turn on a light. You can turn off the light. You have a little bit more control in there. So there's a distraction, really. And, and none of that in the Samadhi tank. And none of that exists. I'm just in, the in an oven. Tank. You're just in the little. You're back in the womb. Wow. Right? It's the void, dude. It's the void. It's the absolute void. But it's. But it's everything. It's everything because it's nothing. Yes. Can we what talk about some of the benefits of like why do people do this? It kind of varies, I would say. I mean, we talked a little bit about meditation earlier, and that's one of the things that people tend to come here for just because they can't find a way to get away from the world okay. without jumping into something like a tank. Other people come in here just for muscle relaxation um, in order just to, because it's the only time you can really get a good zero gravity experience. Hmm. Your body's floating on top of water, so there's no muscle pressures. So there's a f physical therapy aspect to it. There is definitely a physical a therapy aspect to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's stress relief is one of the biggest ones I would say like when you get some it's really interesting to see some of our customers come through and they'll kind of be like in a rut or like in a shitty mood when they come in and then you're like okay cool we'll deal with this person we'll get them back in their room and then they come out and they're completely different people James said the first time he floated it changed his life do you hear that a lot it changed yeah. his life absolutely I have had that numerous times changed people come his in life here. like the book getting things done changed my life alright Harry Harry's been <laughs> shilling a book on the podcast that it's not a sponsor. Think of it as like a gateway drug. Like you try this thing and then you're like, oh, well, this thing really helped. Maybe this other goofy thing might help. And then it just kind of starts snowballing from there. You're like, well, then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. Wow. And then I'm going to stop doing this and then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to, I don't have time to do that anymore because I've got all this cool shit that I'm doing. That's what I'm so afraid of. <laughs> I'm going uh, to be here every Wednesday. I'm just going to be that guy. Accidentally get your shit together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they I'm do have be, monthly subscription plans. I'm going to be yeah. drinking kombucha. Uh, I'm going to be such a better person. I don't want to. Start it. wearing handbands. Oh, I can't <laughs> even. Uh, everything in my life is going to be better. I'm well, gonna you don't have it. to be perfect, but like, hey, every step is a step. Oh, that's great. I have switched places with Hari. I'm ready to go, but like, I'm a little more, I'm a little more nervous about the 90 minutes in my own head. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm ready to go. But, like, on the way here, fine. Now that we're talking about it, where Harry's gotten more comfortable, I've gotten slightly <laughs> less comfortable. And I don't know if maybe it's just whatever Harry likes I have to disagree with. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> maybe you should think about why that is while ah, you're in the tank. I'm not going to yeah. think about anything while I'm in that tank. There was a reason why anybody would be concerned about, like, claustrophobia. Like, what would you say to them? I've gotten a 50-50 mix on this with a lot of people. Um, I've had some people come in who have been a little bit on the more claustrophobic side, and they're a little bit more uncomfortable going into it. So, you know, we give them the option. We're like, hey, this can be your room or this can be your room. You can have a light. You don't need a light. You can kind of work around, like, their comfort level. And a lot of the time you look people who would, you know, float there for about 45 minutes. They don't make it through the full 60, and they get out, and they're like, I just couldn't do it. Like, it just wasn't for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. This isn't something that is for everybody. Um, and then you get the other people who come in here and they're like, I thought it was the stupidest thing in the world, but my boyfriend wanted to do it and I ended up loving it. And I, I stayed in there even though the water came on and like I totally ruined your day. But like some people get <laughs> really, really into it and they are entirely surprised by like themselves. They come out, they're like, that was one of the best experiences I've ever had. And like, I thought I would be the one freaking out, but I ended up loving it more than he did. Yeah. I think in a nutshell, I have no idea what I'm in for. I don't even know like what to expect. And so I'm just going to let it happen. Hell <laughs> All right. Without further ado, on let's site do this. shenanigans. Let's do this. Some on site shenanigans. We'll be back after we float. We just <laughs> completed 90-minute floats here at Float 60. We went above and beyond for this podcast, and uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, Hari, how you feeling? Sup, dude? <laughs> uh, for those, anyone who knows Hari is going to be, I mean, he walked out with his shirt unbuttoned, like, <laughs> untucked. Uh, his shoes in his hand, like the the most put together guy 
was just this calm, cool, still is this calm, cool weirdo. I feel like I'm melting. Harry, <laughs> right, did you do drugs while you were in there? <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, it was the last, it was the last 20 minutes. Like, it took a while to get into it. Yeah? Yeah. How do you want to start the song? How do you want to start... I want to. I mean, okay. No uh, offense to James and Sean. You guys have floated a lot before. You guys are probably going to be more the the voices of. Oh yeah, that's normal or that's not. At the, this point, I think we really just want to. I want to learn a little bit about your experience, Harry. Then I want to talk about mine. Oh sure. Okay. Uh, well, so my experience was, I'll say, mixed because I got in there and um, the first thing I tried to do was relax physically, and I thought I thought for some reason meant like in my head I would just get in there and I would just be because I'm floating like I'd just be instantly relaxed but you got to find a position that works for you yeah and what I found was doing like a mummy style Mm. with my hands on my shoulders was amazing and then I kept my eyes closed I felt even though it was pitch black in there I I messed around with the light just to see if I would like that ambiance but I went with eyes closed and with your eyes closed and then in that mummy position, it just felt like you were in outer space, you know? <laughs> that was the most, so it was like physically relaxing in outer space. So I'd say the mixed part of that was because I was in like the smaller pod, mm-hmm. whenever you hit the side, it was like bringing you right back to earth real quick because you'd feel that. So I'd say, man, if there was, like if I didn't feel that, oh man, I could it had just floated away forever. Yeah. That is a lot. So I hit my head a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might, might have a little TBI. But uh, other than that, that might be why I feel so good. Um, no, so I had the same thing because I, I, I didn't stop moving the entire 90 minutes. And that's okay, though. Like, this sounds weirder than it is. I kept touching myself because, like, it feels weird. Like, you know what I mean? You expect it to be salty and weird and watery but but you're just like silky smooth yes and i kept like turning over i kept forcing myself to rotate like i was just like rotisserie style yeah i really did (laughs) i would i would like go to my side because once you're on your side it forces you pretty quickly back one way or the other you know i mean obviously uh that's how floating works but you know like i kept doing that and i kept moving and i kept switching end to end i don't know but it was exactly what i needed to do like it's my it's I don't know know how to explain this but the way my brain works I never stop thinking and moving and anything like that and I had some incredible thoughts I had some I you know I made my mind went places it doesn't normally go but I still had to keep moving the entire time the Sumati was really cool so I was in the the one that doesn't have any lights or any music or anything and you know so it's just pitch black even though it's pitch black I still found myself moving in front of my face to see if I could feel a perceived difference. Yeah. Does I that still make sense? Do that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I kind of could. Like, even though I know it's pitch black, yeah. it's still like, it's probably just because I know where my hands are going. Right. That, like, I still feel like I can see them there, you know? Yeah. I found out a lot of cuts that I didn't know about. That was one interesting <laughs> piece for me, because uh, all of a sudden you're just sitting in there for a while, and you're like, oh, that that's hurting. That's weird. Uh, and I got a little bit of salt water in my eye at one point, which is excruciating. Yeah, I should have mentioned totally something be like a that. Bummer, yeah. yeah, but I mean, for moments, you know, like a minute and a half, two minutes later. But then there's the whole piece to me, man, that was so interesting. I had no idea how long I was in there, and I thought about it, and I was like, I've probably been in here about an hour, okay? And then the music started playing less than five minutes later, and I was like, oh, man. Wow. And I get out and I look and it said 9.45 on what I thought was a clock because I didn't have my glasses on. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I've only been in here about an hour. This this sucks. I'm not going to get the same experience as everyone else. But I was like, oh, I was pretty accurate in thinking that it was, you know, thinking that it was, an, that, hour, that it was yeah. an hour. And I look at my phone and it's 10.30. And I'm like, oh, I've definitely been in here over 90 minutes. <laughs> and it flew by. Like, it seemed, like, right at an hour, you know? And then it was like, oh, man, this was... I don't know. I loved it. It was such a... It's... Yeah. It's such a cool experience. Hari, you said you felt a little mixed because of that, but would you do it again? Sure. So... So I talked about, like, the physical relaxation, but there was (laughs) another... Just a different dude. ...element to it, which was the mental part. And this is where it was mixed for me in my experience, because I don't know... 
how well you guys know me, but I have like zero chill. <laughs> Until right now, when you have all of it. So I'm in there, and like my mind just is haywire. It like I'll find ways to distract myself, and my mind's like, okay, you're taking away sight, you're taking away sound, taking away smell. Well, guess what? Your eye itches now, <laughs> and that's what we're gonna think about. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? You gonna touch it with your salty hands, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> so finally, what I did. To get out of that mindset was to focus on the physical part of it again, right? So I, so that's where I started doing what, what Jim was doing, too. I was moving around, you know, like yeah. kind of feeling like I was like body surfing, man, cool, <laughs> right? Riding the waves, I felt like. And then I started doing what you, you had suggested earlier, which was uh, you were doing some stretches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is where I fucked up. I stretched right over my face (laughs) and this whole bunch of water just fell right on my face right so my reaction was to like wipe wipe away and i thought i got it all and of course you know i'm like oh let's open your eyes and check it out and then that's when the burn man on both eyes and i had to actually get out of the thing and like wipe your face off wipe my face off and uh, water in the eye is not a great feeling at all so yeah i would say to to anybody uh, that man, watch your eyes. You know, don't get that. Stuff I should have did eyes. a little more prep on that and been no. like, "Hey, don't touch your face." Well, yeah, also, I, mean, <laughs> I shouldn't have been that stupid. So yeah, it's commonplace, <laughs> but the two of us clearly don't. Anyway, I should have worn my glasses. But I uh. want to say, though, the thing is, like, you ever get a a rough massage, yeah. right? And it's like when you're getting it, you know, it's it's not necessarily like it, it's rough. Yeah. But when it's done, man, you just feel like butter. That's what I feel like right now. It's like even though mental, like, so I had the physical relaxation, but my mind was still kind of all over the place. But, like, just getting out of that, and I just feel like, I don't know if it's the salts or what, but, man, my body just feels, like, chill. Yeah, it's a weird. So there's, like, an after effect of being in there. It's not just like what you're feeling in there, but like right now. It's like the afterglow that comes with afterglow. it. That's a good word. Yeah. This is, I like new Hari better. <laughs> I loved old Hari, but new Hari is amazing. <laughs> I love seeing this by the way, like seeing people like Do you see a lot of transformation? You're very highly excited like right now you're like yeah. like watching you as you were coming out, you are just kind of like all over the place. You are like, I have to talk. Yeah, it was just this different energy. <laughs> and, and obviously, and Harry's a different he's, energy. He's, I, I don't I know like this came dude. down from the mountain, man. <laughs> he looks, yeah. He, but I do love seeing these transformations in people. It's so cool. Even James, when he was walking out of yeah. his room, he was like, oh, man. Like, cause it's like the only thing you can say is just, ah. Oh. Right. I feel like mentally James is just always like, ah, oh, man. James is this I guy wish. to a T. Oh, my God, I wish. Did I you need uh, this place to survive, dude. Did you uh, Did you hallucinate? Did you? So I, uh, I'd never been in that room before. And okay. I spent, like, the first 10 minutes trying to find a way to turn the light off inside. Got it. And I couldn't figure it out. Okay. So I would just kind of lay there. And it was nice. Like, it was a nice little red chamber. Yeah. And then uh, about... 87 minutes in, I found the light switch and turned it <laughs> off. I thought it's censored. Mine was censored. No, the, uh, so there's a, an in internal the, inside light. the pod? Yeah. Or outside the pod? It was. Oh, like outside the pod? Yeah, that light turns yeah, off. Okay. Turn but off. there was one inside mine that I couldn't find the switch for. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But, but the last three minutes were golden, baby. <laughs> no, the, the whole experience was great, obviously. Is it's it cool for you to do it, to get a different experience out it of was, it? It was, actually, because I, this time I got to, like, I was aware of my surroundings a little bit, but then I got to have fun. I got to move around like you guys did. I got to spin myself around and like. So you could. So real quick, if we didn't do it before, and if we did, I'm sorry. I was just so chilled out. I didn't hear you guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's all just quickly describe what we were in. So I was in a in in the pod, which was like an egg shaped sort of thing. I couldn't go all the way around and like do a 360. I could. Uh, I was floating freely, but it was a smaller space. Mine's like a long, mine's the Sumati. It's the, like a long rectangular box. So you kind of, you enter in feet first. It's kind of weird. I don't even know how to describe this other than, you know how like some of the old timey ice machines, like they're on an angle with a door. Yeah. That's what the ah. entrance piece looks like. 
That's actually right? a really good yeah. way to describe it. And yeah. then, but it just goes into a, like a like a rectangle all the way down. So mm-hmm. you kind of step right in, feet first, and then like let it slide in. Um, and then, but that I mean, so there's not room to like straight turn around. You kind of have to maneuver it. But right. you had mentioned that you prefer to float. Uh, with your arms right under the door and I was like oh so there is another way to do this so I maneuvered my way over there but I would still like rotate like rotisserie style as you said (laughs) quite often wait so Jim did you like at some point have your head on different sides of the thing I did oh wow I did so I, I, I maneuvered it but I mean again I was I did it like three or four times throughout the course of 90 minutes. You did like a full test of the water. Yeah. Like, Let's see how this side I really is. did. Because there was something down like. by my feet, and I'm guessing it was part of the filtration system, yeah. that I needed, once I felt it, I needed to know what it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> I needed to, I'm just like, what is this and why is it here? So now I had to explore. Oh, man. Towards the end there, I don't, like, when the water started kicking in. And like, like kind of like you were in a hot tub. Oh man, that was the best. Oh, like the little like the the filter kicks on to yeah, play you out. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was amazing. So, uh, James, describe yours. Uh, mine was kind of like it's a really tall like shower. It's like an eight foot shower that kind of slopes down into like a two foot clearance. But okay. It's, yeah, but it was really wide. It was like a big box with a big red. So light from head on. to toe, you could just turn. Yeah, I had free reign of motion. Okay. The whole time. I didn't have to like, yeah, I could just spin myself, and I did. I spun around a whole lot. Good for you, buddy. It felt really good. And Sean, you were you did one, right? I so did one as well. Yeah, I uh, we have a room that's very similar to the exact same style as James's, okay. um, but it's much narrower. Okay. Uh, so it's not you don't get to do the full spin around, but it's you know it's got a big glass door on it, and we call it like our more personal pool style. Okay. Mm. As far as the uh, the tank is concerned, so it's called the float room. Because it's not really something that you like jump into and then close the door behind you. It's you know it's a glass door to it. It's Why would uh, a person like prefer a pod or the ice machine that Jim was? Uh, what was it? <laughs> what's it called again? I'm sorry. The samadhi. 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 Or like Same. the pool style. Like, are there different reasons why one would prefer? Floating is kind of floating. It really does come down to like a personal preference. I mean, you're still kind of floating on top of the water. Okay. Um, for him, I can see why people are very big fans of like the no bells and whistles situation. Other people might want to, you know, have some room to, like, play around and not touch the walls. Because as you were saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, while you're out there in space, which yeah. is kind of the way that I always try to describe it to people. Like, the experience is, like, you're in space. It's very strange. But yeah. The, you know, but, oh, that's exactly. And then you hit the wall and you're like, oh, never mind, back to reality. And that's kind of why, like, something like the bigger room is a lot of fun to float in because you get the full breadth of that experience. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, you know, you don't, you don't run the risk of touching the wall and falling out of it. And yeah, sure. I'd say just uh, based off of how you were describing it and then my experience, like if you're the kind of person that wants to, you know, relax and it's like a more of a steady state, then that pod is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 5'5", five five and I'd say there was probably, you know, a couple of feet above my head and my feet, but if I sh- and if I stretched out my arms, I could touch the sides. You can, yeah. And I kind of like being able to do that, though. I like to be able to, like, orient myself toward the middle. Okay. And that's, like, getting my bearings is very nice. And mm-hmm. that's just, like, the way that I like to float. Sure. But I can see how other people would do it differently, too. You can do the same thing in the samadhi, where you just kind of, like, touch the wall. You're like, okay. Yeah. Center it out. And you also mentioned the one that James was in, the super room. You'll have pro athletes and things like that, and that's kind of more appealing to them, right? A bigger athlete, bigger guy, you know, bigger person. Bigger room. You, Absolutely. You get a little more opportunity to kind of... Relax in there than you would. So size is also, you know, plays into it. It does factor into it. I mean, like, if you're, like, six foot two, you'll still probably be just fine in a Samadhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, like, six five or above, I would say go for something that's going to be a bit bigger just because you run the risk of touching the wall so often that it's going to pull you out of the experience. Yeah. So I, uh, I broke my arm about two and a half years ago, like, right up by the shoulder. And that was a weird experience because I kept like pushing it I kept you know because I, I never regained a hundred percent of the mobility you know and I could like hear it like, as I was like hitting the limit like it, it sounded like I was hearing like the like the the tissue you're I, I don't know you're breaking through scar tissue and it felt like I could hear that you know it, and it was different than the the cracking of when I'd crack something does that make sense and I don't know what it is. It could have been in my head. I, I mean, could have been a placebo effect. But, like, you felt like you're hearing. Because I know it's what you're doing. You're ripping through scar tissue. Yeah. And it felt like I could hear that happening. 
I honestly I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you can hear like your heartbeat sometimes. You can hear if your stomach's like if you're hungry, and that's why we do tell people to eat beforehand. Mm-hmm. Your stomach makes the goofiest sounds when you're hungry. <laughs> I ate a few little gurgles, mm-hmm. not a lot. It was yeah, the right amount. Yeah. Wait, real quick, Jim, how did you break your arm? Yeah, it's a weird time for it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, a couple years ago, a long story. We'll talk about it another time. Was it anything athletic? No. <laughs> no, I tripped. I just had to know. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I tripped and I landed on my shoulder. Um, overall, I mean, incredible experience. I, I'm already planning out what I'm going to do differently next time, which is a pretty cool feeling. You know what I mean? Like to know that I want to do this again immediately. I, I can understand... Shit, I'm gonna be drinking kombucha in no time. That's what we want to hear, though. Like, I mean, because you get your first experience and it's really hard to like, because you have no idea what you're getting. Like, I can tell you all day what you're gonna run into in there, and I'm gonna be totally wrong because it's not my experience. Have you run into anyone who's had a bad experience? Yeah, I've had some people who have some trouble. You know, uh, stuff comes up when you're alone and when you're alone with your thoughts, and sometimes it's not good. I can uh, see that. Oh, man. And a lot of times people can come out of there like, you know, like they may have needed that. Yeah. But it also can be pretty intense. It's and everything you've been running from is there, there's no there's nowhere to hide it anymore. Right. Right. And you come face to face with that. And, you know, maybe you weren't ready for that. And maybe yeah. that's not what you were hoping to get out of a float. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were here to like relax for the day and you found out something else that you didn't really want to go through um and then we'll give you some tea and we'll talk to you a little bit yeah you still have to leave but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm really sorry but we're closing in time you gotta go. you're you have an incredibly calming personality which i could imagine i mean is very important when someone gets out of a float for the first time i still don't know what i'm going to be like when i go outside Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's another fun gate. <laughs> like, and so where you're located, there are, so it was, everything was perfect. It was completely soundproof and all of that. And now we're in the meditation room and there's a couple of nightclubs in the same building. So we can just, I can just hear the baseline. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Not a big, but like that's, there's a world out there where that's happening and I'm not sure I'm ready for that there's right now. Other, yeah. It's how, how long do people stay afterwards normally? We usually keep people here. Um, I would say the longest I've, I've had people stay for like an hour and a half. Okay. I've had people stay for like 5, 10, 15 minutes. Okay. A lot of people would just come in here and like write out stuff or like work on something. Or if you come in like with a group of friends, they'll all sit in here and like chill and, you know, just kind of That's share great. their experiences. It's actually really great. To, I love when like groups of people come in together and, you know, they all get, they sit in here and they kind of just talk amongst themselves and go through their experience because they're always different like it's not right like there's an archetypal like experience that a lot of people get where it's like oh this one was this person this one was this person but you get them all together and it's really fun to watch sure yeah and then they'll you know they'll drag you and be like hey can we talk about this and i'm like yeah dude i have nothing to do (laughs) (laughs) and do you get a lot of like work groups or like people having parties like you know, do, do you get a lot of groups of people together like that we've got even a few um in my experience like you'll have like Businesses would do like wellness retreats here. Mm. Um, friends will do like bad. We had a bachelor party come through one time. Um, groups of friends and like you'll have one friend in that group who's like, oh no no, I have an idea. I'm going to do this for all my friends and like they'll pull people in that way. Sure, but it, it's yeah, definitely get a lot of groups in here. A lot of couples come through um, to do like, like a float together. Um, unfortunately, float? okay, not, you're not allowed to do it in the same room, and we get that question a lot. Where they're like, "Oh, can we float together?" And it's like, "No, I'm sorry, like that's not the point." And yeah. I don't. Why would you do that? What are you looking to do? Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Keep that shit at home. Keep that at home, please. Clean it up around here. But I want to be able to come back. We support it fully. <laughs> Whenever you. <laughs> when you get home. <laughs> when you're at or home. Anywhere outside of here. We yeah, do not we mind. As long as, <laughs> as you're outside as, of here. As long as it's not my business. Uh, I can't. I can't recommend it enough. It's a. Uh, it's a really incredible experience. Um, I. I certainly think everyone needs to try it. And I would say also that uh, if you feel like an hour is too long to be in there it goes by so quickly like you don't even know like I was in there 90 minutes I had no idea that it that 90 minutes went by mm-hmm. so like because I came in here with the idea of maybe should I, should I look for the 20 minute package you know like do I can I really hang out in there for that long and it goes by quickly so the cool thing is that you guys were saying um how like toward the end was when it got to the best and that was like, yeah like, when it, you really that comes sooner the more you do it 
for sure. Did anyone fall asleep? I thought I was going to. I did not. Did you? Yeah, I passed out for like probably 45 minutes, maybe an hour. For you. Yeah. What happens? Do you dream pretty vividly? Yes. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you get too personal with it, but, but I mean, you, you, that's interesting. Yeah, it was, it was nice. This was, this was a good one. Good. Even with the lights on it. Good. Was, like, it was really good. Session. Oh, it oh, makes yeah. me happy. Good. Sean, yeah. did you fall asleep? I did not. You're a I, pro. It's all yeah. hat to you. Um, but like you said, there's really not a lot of ways to hurt yourself when you're in there. Yeah, I mean, you're safe. You're, it's just like, dummies like me and Harry and put salt your water. Just watch your eyes. I'd say that's the only thing. Definitely you watch your eyes. Now it's only about I'd say like a like 18 inches deep. Would you guess? Uh, it's about a, like 10 to 11 actually. Oh, okay, so even yeah. less. It's, it's, and you don't realize how shallow it is when you're in there. It's very shallow. And you yeah. said there's a thousand pounds of Epsom salt in there. Yep, thousand pounds of Epsom salt. If not a little bit more, usually just to make sure that there's enough buoyancy. For the human body to float on top of. It's crazy to me that in a space that small and that confined, there's a thousand pounds of anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like you said, it's 10 to 11 inches deep. Like, I would think that, oh, then it would just be entirely Epsom salt at that point. It for does a take a long pounds. time for it to, like, fully dissolve within there. And you have to, like, mix it around and things like that. But wow. Once it gets done and it's, yeah, it, it ends up working out flawlessly. That's crazy. Sean, we have a segment here on the program. That uh, our old pal Hari, <laughs> James is laughing already. We have a segment. We just want to hear him say it. Really, I do. We have a segment on the program. Uh, Hari's a guy who really you see him. He likes to start a lot of fights. He wants to know what's going on. He wants to know what's what in the world. He was wearing the brass knuckles That's when he came he's in. He was wearing the brass knuckles when he came <laughs> in. That just doesn't feel safe around River North. It's a pretty bad neighborhood in Hari's eyes. So he uh, likes to protect himself. Uh, so we have a segment called Harry's Hot Button that I'm fascinated to hear how is this about to be introduced, where uh, we ask you about something that's kind of you know going on in the uh, in the world of float. Harry, you ready? I'm ready. Let me see that mic. So I can go. <laughs> you ready to do this? Without further ado, let's introduce Harry's Hot Button. What's up, cool cats? Listening to the cast. Just kick back, relax, and let's hear some controversy. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> I get madder every week that we let him do this. <laughs> is it going to be that every time? Uh, I hope it is. It's different every single time, <laughs> and that might be my favorite one. That was absolutely incredible. That's a different Hari than we're used to seeing. So, Sean, what is, I mean, is there anything, is there a controversy in the world of float, or is it more controversy about people wondering the validity? Like, where... There's What's definitely a lot of speculation in terms of, like, the validity of it and um, whether or not, like, this would be better than going to get a massage or mm. whether or not you could pick another type of relaxation thing and get the exact same experience. Um, is it bullshit? Is floating bullshit? I mean, is that, but is that kind of where that stems come that. from? I Absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> 100% legit. It is different than any experience I've ever had. It's, but is that kind of where it stems from? There's a lot of people who... Definitely. Is it just kind of, yeah. it's, it's converting mean, more to believers? Immediately you can look at this and be like, that's stupid. Why yeah. would you get into a tub yeah. and lay around for an hour? Like, A, you're wasting your day. And B, like, you could be doing something productive. Sure. C, go get a massage. Like, you have a tub. There's other ways to do that. Yeah, throw mm -hmm. some Epsom salts in your tub and just lay there for a little bit. Have a spa day at home. Also great options, but you don't get Nothing the full like experience, the experience you're getting yeah. here. You'll never get the full takeaway from no sound, no light, uh, no sense of touch. You can, you're not going to get that water perfect at home. There's no way. Right. You're going to dissolve a thousand. You have any idea how expensive that is? <laughs> also, unless pounds. you have a giant tub, you're just not going to be able to recreate that just spatial yeah. experience. Sure. Um, there are a couple other controversies, I would say, like outside of just validity. People have questions in terms of like the cleanliness. Is this something that, you know, it, like I'm going to go lay naked in a tank mm -hmm. that other people have used? Um, so we try to take as many precautions as we can in terms of that just to make sure that everything is safe. I mean, it is, of course, you know, just due to the sheer amount of salt in there. But, of course, to make people happy, we'll clean everything else up and make sure that the rooms are nice for you so you mm -hmm. feel like you're in a spa. Um, make sure that everything is taken care of in terms of, like, pH balances and uh, making sure the chemicals are in there at the end of the night and then changing the water when the water needs to be changed, making sure the filters are all working and everything of that nature. It is again it's a very strange thing to just do so how often does the water get changed i believe we change it at least i think it's every like two months i want to okay. say 
they change the water but out. But like you said, in an environment like that, nothing can really live in there and breed in there. Right, exactly. So it really just comes down to, like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. more of a comfort thing for everybody sure. and kind of like an industry standard. Plus, everyone's showering beforehand and afterwards, and theoretically, if they're doing that correctly. I mean, but... That, uh, <laughs> But I mean, no. But I mean, even that is kind of more for our sake, right? Even that's for us just to kind of feel good about what's happening. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, you do want to shower because it also like you want to clean the salt off yourself. You don't want to oh, walk sure. around. All right. So what else? We got to come back to three answers. This is the most relaxed I to a podcast we've ever done. Uh, three answers. So do you remember question number one off the top of your head, Sean? Question number one was, uh, what do you do when you're stressed to de-stress or to relax? You know, I was thinking about that in there because I don't think I really gave a fair answer. Because, um, I mean, we certainly do things, but I'd probably do the wrong things when I'm stressed. I'll have a couple drinks. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I used to smoke, as we were talking about, yeah. you know, so you do that as well. Um, God, this sounds like a way better option. Hari? Well, I think I, I had said that uh, I take some deep breaths. One thing I notice I do actually at work is uh, I'll go just walk around. Yeah. Uh, one other thing uh, that I had also thought about uh, while I was chilling in the pod is that uh, I had read this book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and one of the things he had suggested in order to, like, because I'm a, I'm a chronic worrier of, like, stuff that happened or stuff that's going to happen. And if you close your eyes just for a few seconds and then just open them real quick, you have this instant moment of clarity because your mind's just reshaping the world you're seeing. Like, it doesn't have time to focus on a negative thing or, or anything. And you're just in a complete state. It only lasts for a few seconds, but it helps you get you back to the moment interesting question number two question number two is um what if any meditation experience do you have and how has it helped you i had none i really had none and i think this is it now and i'm kind of i'm kind of fascinated how you're going to bring all these things back to uh to floating specifically at the end of this yeah Uh, i think this is my first meditation experience if i'm being honest i mean I've, i've definitely tried different things but nothing like this I have to be forced into to like meditating. Like I can't just sit down in my living room and do it. I've tried it, and my mind just goes everywhere. So I think like an environment like getting a massage or getting into a float tank or something that where you're putting yourself into that situation where, I mean, you got nothing to do but just chill. Yeah, I'm here for an hour now. My, you know, like like if I'm getting a massage, it's like well, I might as well just relax because they're gonna be here. And I'm gonna be here no matter what. Right. Yeah. Right. I found that really helpful. So no, that's really cool. I'm glad that you guys like were able to kind of like. It's true. Like being forced into it is definitely something that a lot of people have to do. It's not anything that's like taught to you. Like nobody's gonna come up to you and be like, "Hey, man, it's time for your like 10 minute breathe session." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why people's watches do that, and it annoys. Like, you know what I mean? The people with Apple watches. It's like it told me to stand up and walk around a little bit, and I'm like, "Shut up!" I got it. Yeah. But also, I'd like, oh, I would never do it. That's totally fair. <laughs> you guys, okay, you guys are better than me yet again. And, and what was question number three again? Question number three had to do with uh, habits and why yeah, they're why so are hard to break. Bad habits so why hard are to bad break. So hard to break. I said routine. I think routine is a huge part of it. I think also, and I don't know if this is where you're going or not, I'm guessing here, Sean, but we don't take the time to think about the long-term effects of what we're doing. You know what I mean? We just we continue doing the things we've always done. That's but, definitely true. But when you sit here and do something like this, it makes you it makes you stop and take account. Put a little bit more of it into perspective. Yeah, right? And and take a little bit more of an inventory of the things you do right and wrong and kind of give yourself a little bit more control as to how they happen. Definitely, yeah. And I'm, anything on your eye, like just outside of the routine situation for it? I think... Shit, I gotta admit, I got distracted for a second. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna edit. You got this a lovely part. little. Pal, text. you do the editing. Take your time. <laughs> the question was about routines, right? He's about breaking so bad chilled habits. right now. I know it's unbelievable. This is amazing. <laughs> about breaking bad habits. Why is it so difficult to break bad habits? Yeah. Oh right, and I said uh, because of a of a routine, and I feel like you get into uh, a comfort zone. This can go back to even like why you stay with people that aren't right for you. Is that you? Ju- it's because it's familiar and it's what you know. That is a hell of a wow. Yeah, wow, that was really cool. Thank I you. have never made that parallel. It's my chilled state of mind right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. It's all gonna go away in about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fall asleep in about twenty minutes. Um, but one of the reasons I asked that question is because, you know, floating is one of those things that really helped me when I was in the process of quitting smoking. 
and not just because like I would float, but because I could remember what it's like to be floating. Um, Interesting. So oh, wow. You can you it's know, like a higher experience. It, it's it, it kind of just put yourself back in that place where you're at peace, sort of. So let's say that you're having a shit day at work and like you're really stressed out. And you're like, I want to go have a cigarette so bad. And then you're like, take a minute, breathe it in. And then like, remember what it's like to be in space huh? and remember that that is so much better than going to have a cigarette. And remember that that's, you know, that way the tank not only is like a thing you can use for relaxation, but it becomes like a tool you can use in every other aspect of your life. So you kind of change one like habit for another habit that's better for you for sure absolutely and you you know i mean it just helps with decision making when you stop and you're like hang on a minute go to the tank all right i'm in the tank what yeah. would i do if i was in the tank just uh, the i touch myself a little right <laughs> <laughs> i mean you do not in a weird way but not yeah. in a weird way <laughs> james you were a big part of this all coming together we really appreciate that any any final words of wisdom out of you after i'll say this uh when when you do something like this you don't necessarily have to go in with it uh, with a goal in mind, mm-hmm. um, but you should come out of it with some change perspective on something because you know you're. This is valuable time you're spending in there. Yeah, and uh, you do some of your best mental work alone with nothing. Yeah, that's it's very true. It's very hard to get anything done with all the distractions going on outside. So, please. If you're listening to this, try a float session somewhere, anywhere. But specifically, float 60 in River North Chicago. For sure. Very specific. Uh, or South Loop. Or, or, South Loop. or if you're in Indiana, we have a location in Cherville. Um, you will definitely change for the better if uh, if you go into it with a positive outlook. Sean, can't thank you enough, man. Again, if, uh, the whole Float 60 crew for, for having us. You specifically for making this happen, taking the time out of your day to come Happy join to us, do it. float with us. Really means a lot. Any parting words of wisdom from you? Uh, I would say that if you're someone who's even a little bit curious about it, go for it. Like, just take the leap and honestly apply that to pretty much everything that you live by. If you're a little bit curious about it, give it a whirl. I love it. That's the best thing you can do. Harry? Yeah, I want to say thank you, Sean. This was a, I haven't felt like this in a long time, man. <laughs> the way he says man. <laughs> it is. It is a new dude. <laughs> it's I amazing. Tell you, man, I feel new. It's a great experience. Great. I'm so happy you guys came out. It was fantastic to have you here. I appreciate being here. Uh, plugs, let's talk about it. Uh, Float60 on most of the social media. Float60 is on Facebook, the Instagram. I am pretty sure we have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not manage it, but no definitely worries. definitely big on the Instagram. So please, if you guys can, support us there. Absolutely. Um, follow us, tag us if you come in here. We'd love all the support of like the community here and like Chicago has been great for us. Everyone who comes through will they'll take photos and you know get us all together and everyone's it's great. Um, we do have a new location that opened I would say within the last six months down mm-hmm. in the South Loop. It is located pretty much at the corner of State and Roosevelt. Oh, and yeah. over there we do have a couple of different options for you that we do not have here at the River North location. Um, we will be getting cryo there, um, so Ooh. cryotherapy will be coming through there eventually. Uh, so that'll be another thing. You get, so we can do an episode two. Yeah. yeah. And just real quick, what is that? That's like immersing yourself in like freezing cold water. Super right? duper cold. Uh, it's not water. It's actually just. I'm pretty sure it's like vapor of some kind. Oh wow. I've actually never done it myself, so I cannot wait for it to come through, and uh, so I can give that a shot. From what I know of cryotherapy, it's incredibly good for inflammation. Um, so that's the one thing that I know about it. Awesome. That will be down there. Um, we also do have an infrared sauna at that location, Ooh. which is, I've tried it several times. It is one of the weirdest and coolest ways to yeah. experience a sauna. Um, the air within there is like, when you're in like a normal sauna, it's kind of like all steam. And so it's a little bit heavy on your breathing. This thing, totally different. Uh, it's it's you breathe just fine in there. Wow. The air isn't very stagnant. And it gets up to like 160 degrees while you're in there, and you just sweat bullets. Awesome. Couple that with a float right afterward. Oh. You're going to, yeah, it's the best day you've ever had. Sounds like a great day. Yeah. Do you have any uh, personal social media you want to plug? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Super Irish Beard. 
Uh, <laughs> that's that's me there. I'm pretty sure I still have a comedian's page on Facebook that I haven't looked at in a long time. So awesome. feel free to give me a view there. But mostly the uh, Instagram is the one I use. To, uh, actually, you know what? Check out my Twitter. I do post a lot of stupid stuff on there. Yeah, I'm a shower thought kind of guy, and I'm Perfect. like, this is what Twitter is exactly for. So Absolutely. that's that's also super Irish beard. Super Irish beard also. Yep. Awesome. That's me. We'll give you a follow on those. Uh, that's about it. I yeah. don't think we're going to do a big rap afterwards. How are you good with this? Yeah, no, this is great. <laughs> Thank you, B. <laughs> hey, listen, we really He's appreciate you guys listening. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode, do us a favor. Check out some other episodes. Uh, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Uh, hit us up on social media at PodcastWDWK on all the social media channels. It's at PodcastWDWK. And again, please rate, review, and subscribe if you like the program. Uh, as always, James Webb, thank you for, for joining us and putting all this together. Happy to do it, man. Hari. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Yes, sir. We're out. We are outie. Everyone have a good one. This is What Do We Know. <laughs>